The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. The Mashpia, the Lelava Mashpia, Rav Mailov Biederman, recounted an unbelievable story. In Eretz Yisrael, there's a hotline called Lev Shomea. And when people have an issue and they know what to turn to, they can call this hotline for help. One time someone calls the hotline, he has a big problem. He has many kids, and his oldest one is already trying to get married for a few years. He was having a difficult time. Finally, they're getting close to getting engaged. Unfortunately, his son did something he shouldn't have done in yeshiva. And the Roshiva said he's going to expel him from yeshiva. This guy was so nervous, he says, what's going to be if they find out that my son was expelled from yeshiva? The girl's not going to want to get engaged to him. He's finished. And he's been trying so hard to get engaged. He doesn't know what to do. So the person that took the phone call said, I don't know what I can do. Let me call the person in charge of the whole Leif Shomei organization. A fellow named Rabbi Yisrael, he calls him up. Rabbi Yisrael hears the story. He gets the father's number. He calls back the father. and He gets more details to the story. And he says, you know what? I happen to know somebody who knows the Rosh Hashiva, let me see if I can do something. He makes phone calls, calls Rosh Hashiva, the guy says, the Rosh Hashiva is not going to budge. He did something wrong, he's going to get kicked out of Yeshiva, he's expelled from Yeshiva. So this person, Rabbi Saul, realized there's a big problem here. He called up the Rosh Hashiva himself, and he tried to explain the situation. This guy's Shidduch is going to break. How could you go and expel him? Give him another chance, it's only another few weeks till he gets married anyways. Back and forth, and finally the Rashiva said, you know what, let's discuss it. Come down here, I will tell you why I want to expel him. You'll tell me why I shouldn't. And we'll come to uh, an agreement together. Fine, you should come, the Yeshiva was in Yerushalayim. You should come to Yerushalayim tomorrow night, and we'll have the meeting. Sure enough, the next afternoon, Rashiva runs to the bus, the 400, on Bnei Brak, to go to Yerushalayim. It's getting dark already. He gets it on the bus, and there's one empty seat. He walks to that seat, he sits down, and he takes out his phone to start making arrangements for the meeting. He has to call this person, and this person maybe knows that guy, and he starts to call people. On his second phone call, there's a person sitting next to him. A middle-aged person. It seems like the guy was trying to sleep. And he turns to his soul and goes, shh. Rishol didn't realize he was disturbing him. He said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And his next phone call, he starts to speak quietly. And he's speaking quietly. After two minutes, the guy next to him turns to him and says, What's going on? Don't you see it's quiet on the bus? The lights are off. Why are you making noise? I'm trying to sleep. And Rishol says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he realizes he better stop. He doesn't want to disturb the person next to him. He puts his phone on vibrate. And he puts it away. 20 minutes later, the phone rings. He looks at it. It was Rosh Hashiva calling. He doesn't know what to do. So he just lets the phone go. And he puts it back. Five minutes later, the phone rings again. He's looking, he's vibrating, he's looking at it, it's Rosh Hashiva. He takes the phone, he opens it up, and he starts whispering, I can't talk now. And he's whispering, and the Rosh Hashiva says, what, I can't hear you. I can't talk now. And the Rosh Hashiva realized, the guy can't talk. He says, it's okay, you don't have to talk, I'm going to do the talking. I want you to know, we had a meeting here in Yeshiva, and we decided that we're not going to expel the boy. 
We're not going to spell the Bachar. We don't need a meeting. He can stay in Yeshiva. Rousseau was so excited. He wanted to call the father right away to tell him. But of course, he was scared from the guy next to him. He put his phone away and he waited. It was only another 15 minutes or so where the bus made its way up to Yerushalayim. And as the bus is coming to the first stop, the lights in the bus go on because people are starting to get off. So he figures, now I can make a phone call now. The lights are going on. Everyone's getting ready. And he takes out his phone. And as he takes out his phone, he sees the guy next to him also starting to get awake from the lights. And he quickly dials the father. And the phone's ringing. And he doesn't feel so bad because he sees the guy next to him anyways. Take out his phone to make phone calls. And as soon as the father picks up, he says, Baruch Hashem, it worked out. We don't have to have the meeting because the Rashiva said he's not going to expel your son. And all of a sudden he hears an echo. He says, hey, he hears his voice coming from over there. He turns to look and he sees a person next to him is holding a phone and his voice is coming out of that phone. And it only took a second to realize that the guy sitting next to him was the father of the boy who was being expelled. And the father sitting there realized the whole time that the person sitting next to him, who he was screaming at, was traveling to Yerushalayim to help him. And the father looks and says, I'm so embarrassed. You're traveling here to help me. And yet I'm going and screaming at you for making noise. Because I want you to know, the past week I couldn't sleep at night. I don't know what's going to be with my son, with the shidduch. And I, I don't know what to do. I knew that I have to do something. I was going to Yerushalayim to go to the castle to daven for my son. And that's why I thought I'd sleep a little on the bus. I'm so sorry for screaming at you. And of course the person said, it's okay. It's okay. But Rav Biederman said, from here you see, that a person is never where he is just by chance. Obviously Hashem wanted this father to learn the lesson. That wherever you are, the situation that you're in, you have to deal with that situation. Little did he think for a second, that the person next to him, who he thought was disturbing him, in reality, was going to Yerushalayim to help him. And yet he was screaming at him. So that's what we learned from these Pesukim. That wherever something is, that is the place it is supposed to be. Have- Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.